Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Day two of the second test at the Gabba. The Windies will be back out there at eight for 266. Our coverage uh, continues from two o'clock today with the entire team. Adam White's on the line as we get ready for the second day. Adam, good morning to you. Were you... Like a lot of people, uh, not not so much blown away, but certainly surprised, I guess, with the kind of rearguard action and, and fight that the Windies put up. Oh, absolutely. I mean, at 5 for 64, good morning, by the way, Matt. Um, at 5 for 64, it did look like it was disaster written all over it because the pitch was much better to bat on than what we saw in Adelaide. And considering the fact that the West Indies had won the toss and batted 5 for 64 at the first break, it, it just, yeah, it looked disastrous. But the two of them put on, I'm talking about Hodge and De Silva, put on 149 runs. But importantly, batted three hours together. So that's three hours without Australia taking a wicket. They haven't been put under that sort of pressure for the entire summer. Mm. And for someone like Kevin Hodge, who is only playing his second test match, uh, to face 194 balls, 371, just shows that um, they're up for the fight, I think, more than anything else. And, you know, I've talked about this a little bit with this West Indian team. While there is not a lot of experience outside of a, a, a couple of players, all these West Indians want to be here playing test cricket. And I think they've got a bit of a point to prove. They They want to show that there is some life in test cricket when it comes to West Indian cricket. And we saw that at times in Adelaide, you know, certainly with the ball where the West Indies did have Australia six for 140 at one point. This time we saw it with the bat. Mm. I think the the best partnership in the first test was was only about 40 runs uh, for the West Indian batsmen. So they really didn't get a chance to put anything together. And, and I reckon at the end of the day, um, the fact, like you say, that they dug themselves out of that hole, but you can look back and say, there's two batsmen who, who who stayed around against the best bowling attack in the world and put 100 close to 150 on the board would be their biggest takeaway. Yeah, exactly right. And I think it, it doesn't matter what sport it is, but when you are rebuilding with a, a young team and an inexperienced team, you need reference points to be able to, to fall back on to say, hey, when we do it well, this is what's possible. And as I said before, that's what they did um, for a time there in Adelaide to get Australia 6 for 140. And then we see it with the bat where they're able to put on a 150-run partnership from a position of uh, of being under real pressure. To I would say it's a, it's a respectable position. I don't think they're in a strong position because this pitch here at the Gabba is so much better to bat on than any other pitch we've seen throughout the course of the summer. So I think we'll see Australia show... Um, what a good pitch it is today and, and even potentially into tomorrow. But I think from a, a cricket fan perspective, people you know listening to this conversation now, 
we, we know that the West Indies aren't good enough to beat Australia. We just want competitive test cricket. Yeah. And I do think we did see that last night. I think, too, with the West Indies, Adam, I reckon it's a case because they've got such a, a great history out here in Australia and, and, and such an integral part of our cricketing summer, I reckon that there's a lot of viewers and a lot of listeners who, who want to know where they're at and want to know who the next things are going to be. I, I think we always look for emerging stars from West Indian cricket, and I don't know if we could say that about other other countries that come here. I reckon there's just like a bit of, it's almost a bit of voyeurism, you know, who's in there? Who's, who's going to be the guy to say, um, I, I watched him when he was young, when he was out here, when they were going hopeless and here he is having a really good career. There's that connection with West Indian cricket. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think even when you go all the way back to um, the early nineties, when Brian Lara first came, came out here, I think we knew that the, even though the West Indies beat Australia, we, we knew that they were sort of in decline. Um, but then all of a sudden, Brian Lara emerged as the next big thing. And we saw it here in Australia. He'd only played a handful of test matches before he made that 277 in Sydney. Mm. And then all of a sudden, you know, we've got the next superstar on our hands. So I think in West Indian cricket in recent times, you know, the, the stars have been the, the short-form players. And I do notice with interest when we have some white ball cricket coming up after this test match against the West Indies, a lot of the, you know, the, I wouldn't quite call them superstars, but the stars of West Indian cricket are coming out here. And it, it frustrates me that, that not more of them are playing test cricket. But at the end of the day, and this is what I've talked before about this current West Indian team, um, these guys don't want to play test cricket. So they're not. Um, so we've just got to, you know, look to the future and, and hope that some of these players like Shamar Joseph from the last test match and maybe Calvin Hodge from this test match are, are, are players of the future. Now, um, Hodge is 30, and I can't quite work out why it is that it's taken him so long to play test cricket because he has got this real composure about him. He's got a good technique, and uh, as we saw last night, has a good temperament. But he's 30 years of age, so I'm not sure why it's taken so long uh, for him to get his opportunity at test level. Yeah, make the most of it while you can. How was the atmosphere yesterday, mate? Good crowd there, and I, I wonder how much of the Brisbane Heats win the night before it had generated a lot of that interest and, and celebration. Yeah, it's a good point. And I must confess I was worried um, when I first got to the Gabba. Now, we've got to get to the Gabba quite early. So we're sort of there just over two hours before the first boys bowl. But um, early days, I thought, oh, that doesn't look like there's too many here. It was a really hot day uh, in Brisbane yesterday. Um, you don't sort of get that understanding watching it through the television. But it was like a furnace, particularly out there in the middle. But in the end, they got 23,000, which I think is a really good crowd, particularly considering the kids are back at school. Now, they have the benefit of being able to come, being a day-night test match um, after school or after work to come and watch the cricket. Uh, and I think today's going to be a really good day to come and watch. So I'll be interested to see what the crowd is like today because generally speaking, the Brisbane crowds drop off quite quickly in test cricket. Um, but as you say, there's a, it's a bit of a, a feel-good um <laughs> sort of environment around uh, Brisbane cricket at the moment, Queensland cricket, because of how well they've gone in the in the big bash. So we'll just have to see what happens today. Yeah, I didn't see this yesterday, so correct me if I'm wrong, and I, I don't know if there's any plans, but are there or have there been, has there been like a, you know, a welcome back to the Brisbane Heat? Here's the BBL trophy. Is that on the radar? It's a really good question. We were talking about this yesterday. Yeah. Not to my knowledge, but obviously, you know, being only the night before um, where they won the title before day one, I think that was always going to be 
um, problematic. Um, but we have Steve O'Keefe part of our team, yeah. and he got up there for the first ball, uh, even though he was on the, the loser's side. I'd like to think that there is, yeah. um, <clears throat> because you know we've seen throughout the course of the summer that the, the Gabba has had some big crowds to, to go and watch their BBL team play. So, um, and obviously, you know, we've got uh, Kawaja and Lavashain in the national team as it is at the moment. You know, Renshaw's been uh, running around as, as 12th man a lot of uh, a lot of yesterday. So I think I think it's important that that does happen, Matt, because I think we want to see the people that are connected to cricket through the BBL get that exposure in test cricket and also back the other way. Those that love test cricket um, understand that there are heroes also playing short-form cricket, that it is still cricket and it doesn't sort of matter what the form is. You want yeah. to be able to embrace um, a team particularly that is successful. 100%. Get them on the back of a ute, you know, do the parade. Yeah, or, yeah parade around, throw the trophy up, get some bells and whistles going, cash in on the whole thing, especially like you say, you know, there is that tendency for crowds to fall away and weather may play a part further down. But we're going to let you go. We've got to go to a news break. Thanks for your time this morning. Enjoy day two. Thanks, Matt. Anytime. Adam White there. SEN's coverage continues from 2 o'clock this afternoon. The full team as the West Indies resume at 8 for 266.